Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Boom. We are live. Back at it. Got uh, my man Dan Perry in the house, co-hosting with me. Hey, first time on OG. Is it really? Yeah, I've never done it before. Seriously? You've never invited me, Brian. Oh, damn. Now I feel like it. You know what? You know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I thought thought you've been on before. I guess I'm wrong. My bad. I mean, you've been on plenty of the other segments and shows and all that good stuff. But uh, tonight, man, we got a cool show, dude. Uh, We got the boys from One Objective in the house how you doing talk a little bit about their show their products i mean these guys what aren't these gentlemen doing yeah they they do a lot i I was a fan and that's how this all started out so thank y'all for the show you want a rider you You want a rider something recently on their show right rods is a sponsor and on their christmas show they were doing giveaways and i wrote i want a frog rod and nice like not not just like you know, the lower end, the Christie, I mean, and the boot, what, Buku, those are nice rods, but yeah. an expert. I mean, it's like a yeah. rod, you know? Nice. Yeah. Yep. Super nice. So shout out to Falcon. Great rods. Thank yep. you. Thank uh, quick shout out, man, before we get in with our guest, uh, we got Jimmy Skinner in the house, newest newest host on Paddle and Finn, teamed up with Dan Perry on the Reel Down. Yep, yep. We got my man Midwest Fishing and Outdoors tuning in. Uh he said he heard the Fox Lake tournament this past weekend was a pain. Yeah, dude, I couldn't feel my left hand for like the first two hours of the tournament. It was like 29 degrees when we launched. Um, and it slowly warmed up and I slowly regained feeling in my left hand. So that was interesting. But that was my first live event of the season, man. Uh, what did I, I think we had like 39 guys, something like that. I took eighth place. I went up there. It was a last minute type deal. So um 
Yeah, it was good, man. Uh, Walton Doyle in the house saying, what's up, paddling Finn in one objective? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? For everybody tuning in, lower left-hand corner. Come on, you guys know the drill. Share this up. Let's let's get this thing going, man. So we got Josh Carter. We got James Bush in the house from one objective. Um, who wants to start first, Josh or James? You want to Rochambeau for who's going first on the background story or what? It don't matter. A little, little live Rochambeau? No? No? Yeah. Uh, how about James, man? James looks like he's itching. He's itching to, uh -oh. to spill the beans, man. So uh, just give us a little background, man, for those, you know, that may not know about One Objective and who you guys are. Um, you know, how'd you guys get into fishing in general? Because you guys... And that's one thing I wanted to touch on and we'll talk more about later is you guys not only focus on kayak fishing, but also the big boat world. That's kind of where you guys got your start and stuff like that. So um, where are you guys from? How'd you get into fishing, man? Uh, we're from Virginia. Um, we went to school together. We went to high school and we met each other, I guess, was it like a social studies class. Yeah. And we've been fishing ever since, I guess, what was it, seventh or eighth grade? yeah yeah so we've been hanging out since then so then we kind of you know women get involved and we did our own little thing and then we got back together and then yeah he called me up one day when i moved down like three and a half hours away and said hey you want to start a podcast show and i'm like i'm down let's do it <laughs> and that's where it all started you know really yeah i like it man how, so how long has one objective been running man uh, we're 2016 uh, yeah. 16 all right so you got a good two years on us yeah um, all right we're uh, we're the noobs here so yeah i mean we'll just sit back you guys take over <laughs> <laughs> oh man i dig it so you guys you know just decided hey we love fishing so much when we're off the water let's let's figure out a way to talk about it and talk to some big names and things like that or yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Josh was on another show to begin with. And then that wasn't working out the way he liked it too. So that's when he called me up and then we, we started our own thing. Yeah. Yeah. I knew, I knew that the other show I was on uh, and not knocking the show, but it just, it just wasn't going the direction that I thought it should go. I like, I love teaching because I know yeah. when I get on, when we, yeah. me and James get online and look, I want to learn something. You know what I mean? I, I'm not yeah. worried about tournament results or, I mean, I, to an extent you are you go look it up when you fish a tournament but sure but i want to learn something when i'm searching stuff and that was something that we wanted to get into was actually teaching people techniques and we talk bass i mean we'll get on the phone for 30 minutes to an hour sometimes talking <laughs> yeah. about it. And i'm like why can't we just turn this into a podcast show you know yeah you know? so um it just kind of it kind of started like that our very first guest was mike mcclellan and it nice. was fishing. and it's yeah. yeah and it's still one of our biggest our, our, our top i'm gonna say top five listened shows right now is is winter time or fall it's winter time jerk bait fishing is what it is so Ooh. yeah he's a man for it oh yeah looks like i yeah. need to go back into the archives boys oh man <laughs> sound I, I don't <laughs> i don't know what the sound is like you know what i mean like <laughs> probably not good at all really. <laughs> <laughs> We you were know, nervous as all. We didn't have no script, no nothing. We just went off the cuff first time we ever done anything. It was, yeah, it was definitely. I, I mean, I know how that goes, man. I go back once in a while and I'll listen to that first episode, man. I'm, I don't know if you guys ever do that, but 
you know, you listen to the first episode you ever did till present day. And you're like, who was that guy? You know what I mean? Those nerves kick in and you're like shaking, you know, and uh, it's kind of crazy, man. And it's, it's, it's wild. Um, It's been a wild ride for me. So I'm sure it's been an even wilder ride for you guys. I mean, uh, you guys are talking to some of the biggest names in the industry. I think you guys just uh, did someone with like Kevin Van Dam, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. just had uh, him on probably about two or three shows ago. Yeah, Wendell, um, John Cruz. I mean, yeah, yeah, the absolute biggest names out there. Yeah, and and that's what we shoot for. I mean, we've been with Bass. You know, we go to Bassmaster Classic and do a lot of coverage uh, yeah. for our site, and then you kind of get in and speak with these people and they start seeing, you know, learning who you are, you know, with media days. And, you know, we've done a lot of on the water stuff with, uh, you know, some of these pros, you know, for, uh, the last day of the Bassmasters classic, you know, I mean, yeah. how many people get to ride out on the last day of the Bassmasters classic. So yeah. you get that one-on-one time with a lot of the bigger guys that's out there and, you know, just kind of, to, you know we paid out of pocket for all that you know and it, we yeah. still do for a lot of it you know um one objective has gotten to a point now where it's sustaining itself uh for those trips but you know just getting that one-on-one time and being there and being in front of them guys all the time you start learning who you are and it's you can just kind of call them up and say hey or you know message them or, or email certain people and say hey can you get them on our show and and sometimes it works out some of them don't like to come on and talk so uh, <laughs> yeah 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 no i know how that goes man and you you always uh you always get those interviews once in a while where it's just like yeah it's hard man (laughs) it's hard you know i mean some people aren't the greatest talkers but they're killer fishermen man um you know and i get that i get that everybody can't be ike and ellie and yeah and swim you know and yeah It's it's hard to have all those attributes all in one angler, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Scott Butcher's in the house. He put up a comment. He says, "I sound just as crappy now as when I started." All right. I still like the show. Yeah, hey, he does okay. Yeah, yeah. Just, right. just, just okay. Yeah, yeah. you know. His energy is not the greatest, you know. He's just uh, five live. If you haven't seen it, yet. I think it's got yeah. a million. You know. Yeah, I don't think if you've never heard of five live, if you haven't, yeah. then you don't fish. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah. Well, I just saw uh, he put up a, a video now, um, and and Scott, if you're listening, man, kudos, man. It takes a man to uh, admit his mistakes, and uh, they had an issue with some of the voting. So if you guys haven't seen, um, instead of six in the final, it'll be seven. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, Corey or yeah. Um, why am I drawing a blank? He was second. Right? Tim, Tim Perkins and, uh, Craig die are yeah. going to be mm-hmm. in there. So, um, that's just a killer lineup, man. And what, what yeah. Scott's done with that five live is just incredible. Um, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it, we kind of stole from him and kayak, bass bracket tour to do our kind of thing and uh it's cool man uh scott's always uh stepping up the game and uh setting the bar for everybody else so it's cool and just i I heard you say uh josh on your last show that with aj or with craig that how fast he did it yeah yeah doing it within a week that's yeah that's crazy he's moving at light speed you know yeah Yeah. and when you kind of have the knowledge like of the the resources there to help you you know what i mean uh 
the average guy coming off the road, off the street, is not going to really be able to. I'm not going to say not shouldn't be able to really do it, you know, because he's not going to have the software and all that. Now, guys like you know him at, that, and he's with Chad Hoover, and they got the platform and they got the uh, the kind of the software and an understanding of how it all works. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I mean, still to do that in six days. Is incredible, I, dude. I, I, I couldn't say that right now. <laughs> to throw the lineup, the sponsors, all that good stuff together. So, I mean, that's yeah. an interesting question, right? We're we're all in the same space. We've seen what MLF has done. Um, some of the live bass events. Um, now we're seeing this live um, tournament format in the kayak space. I mean, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Do you think? Despite what's going on in the world, is this going to be the next step for competitive fishing? I mean, what's your guys' thoughts on that? We've always talked about that. Um, I think, I mean, pretty much the platform's already there in the kayak world. You know, you're already measuring your fish and throwing them right back. So pretty much it's almost like the kayak people were doing it before Major League Fishing. Yeah, You know, and all that stuff ever happened. So, I mean... I think it is the way it's going to go eventually. And it's already live. So if, if you're following an event, that's just like uh, if we fish the uh, the KBF for Virginia Kayak Bass Challenge Series, we fish a lot with Casey Reed. Our family's always watching the leaderboard. You know what I mean? So they're like, oh, man. And, you know, you might get a text. You need to catch a few more fish because such a thing. <laughs> 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 I, I don't care. I didn't want to look at it. But, yeah. uh, but, you know, that was already a live aspect there because they're okay. already getting – the uh what's happening right now not unless you got people sandbagging you know what i mean then then all that changes but yeah, those sandbaggers man yeah. that happened to me this weekend <laughs> you gotta man, love sandbaggers. it i was but, in fourth <laughs> and next thing i know i'm in eighth like, what happened here what yeah. happened here and i'm a proud to- sandbagger i i, I don't want like my motivation especially i was doing the the kayak bass bracket tour i was going against people who i i knew they were going to catch them I don't, I don't need to give this guy any motivation to catch more. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I've got to catch up. Don't yeah. catch up to me. Uh, like, I'll, I'll put, like, a couple of small ones up. Like, oh, you know, here's a couple of 13s. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing much. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, uh, I just think the live stuff, though, I don't think it – there will always be that aspect of in-person event. You know, like, it's always that feeling. Like, we was talking to uh, Craig last night, and there's still that, that – excitement of being live uh, at a live event you know what i mean uh and in the camaraderie of the guys uh before during on the water uh and and at the end so um i I don't think you'll ever get away with that and like scott said he don't ever plan to you know try to take over the world with this thing he's just trying to make a show you know yeah um, absolutely but i do see more people probably getting involved (laughs) you know i mean who's to say that mlf doesn't finally see this thing kicking and yeah want to do something like that you know well i think you touch on something right there too is the camaraderie on the water i mean i remember watching that matchup with jackson or and uh uh dusty yacker and um you know those guys were trading blows and then uh i forget his name it came up from behind and you had a three-way shootout and they were all cheering each other on man i mean in a in a big bass boat tournament i don't think you'd necessarily see that i mean they got they got a little bit more money on the line but you know it it, and that's one thing that i think um stands out in our our little plastic boat community so to speak is 
you know, just, just that camaraderie cheering each other on, um, helping each other out, man. It's, it's like a little tight knit family, so to speak, yeah. uh, which, which is pretty killer, man, which is, pretty yeah, killer. I, I, I think it's interesting because whether it's a bracket tour or five live, I mean, we're all tournament fishermen that just the different strategy, the different, you know, pressure it puts you under all these different things. It's different. It's something interesting and new. And, you know, like at, all these different kind of tournaments are, you have to fish a different way. Like with these guys going from a one day, two hour deal. And now a two, two day thing. I was listening on Scott's, uh, the weigh in the other day at or Westbrook Wednesday. He's, he's got so many, one of those shows, uh, you know, yeah, I know. Uh, one of them awesome shows, but he, uh, they were talking where the guys, I think it was Brad case was saying that he was going to go for, you know, do you catch, the first day you try catch five Tuesday, you go for the upgrades or if you know, everybody's going to hammer them and second place doesn't matter. Are you just going for five, three, you know, two, one day and three, the other. So I, I love the strategy and the different, yeah. you know, way all that's changing with all these different formats. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Absolutely. It's to it. And, you know, it's just, it's just kind of like when we did the bass boat tournaments and, you know, you do, you also have the kayak to multiple day tournaments, you know, yeah. his, is actually putting strategy in it, you know. Do do you want to blow out your holes the first day? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then again, you could waste time and go somewhere else and not really catch anything, you know. Or yeah. and you just waste a lot of time. So it is. It's a lot of strategy and it's a lot of uh, really trusting your gut feeling, you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, on a two day event, I think I would just probably go all out on both days and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just burn swing out. for yeah. the fences. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you know it's two thousand dollars they're fishing for or something like that. Just no, like, no, it's three now. Oh, it's three. three. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. I'd be uh, going I, for five bigs both days. I I wouldn't mess with the limit. No. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. First or last in this one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, real quick, Brock Howell, my man in the house. He says, uh, "How many inches do you guys think it's going to take to win it?" I'll let you guys go first. Ninety-two. Ninety-two. Cody Milton only put up ninety-one. Yeah. Only. I mean, in two hours, ninety-one. Who does that in two hours? It'll be ninety-two for sure. Is that kid yeah. even human? Like for real? <laughs> He's not human. No. I mean, but it's just amazing how much he, how passionate he is about that sport, though. Like, I mean, it's just. Oh, dude. It's yeah. just mm-hmm. great when you talk to him. He's always like super, super happy. Yeah. I don't think he's yeah. ever mad. <laughs> no, no, I, I've never seen Cody mad. He's always super focused on fishing, talking fishing. I mean, I've seen him on and off the water. I mean, I've seen him late at night at a that was at the uh, lacrosse trail championship. There was a house full of hammers. And um, I mean, basically all the guys that are in five live, the championship were in this house. And, um, you know, the whole time Cody's talking fishing. That's all he's focused on, man. And I think. That that's huge. I mean, that's uh, mm-hmm. interesting, interesting, interesting way to look at it. I mean, and I think that's why that kid has so much success on the water. He he's, you know, he's just a fish catching machine, man. So, yeah. I mean, to answer that question, though, I think because if it's going to be a two day event, right? So yeah, two, two, two day, day, two yeah. hours two, two each hour day. day. Yeah. I believe a hundred inches will be broke. I yeah. mean, Cody Milton, you know, all yeah. that. Uh, we yeah. talked to Craig last night, you know, he's pretty confident on what he's get about to have going on, you know? So I, I feel, in, you know, two day event, wow. I know it's not a full day, 
but I think in a two day event, you're going to be, it's, if it don't break it, it's going to be right there at it. Yeah. It'll be close, man. Yeah. It'll be close. I like it, man. So let's, you know, enough of Scott yeah. future five live time. about you, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's definitely cool what he's doing. I'm not going to take away from that, but, um, one objective, man. So, I mean, you guys are talking, you know, to guys uh, both in the kayaks and the big boat world. Um, you know, what is, uh, I mean, well, what are you guys looking forward to in the future and things like that? Um, I mean, podcast wise, I mean, I don't even know how much further we could say like where we want to be at because now we're at that point we want to be, you know, we're live, we're, we finally got all our audio stuff straight. I mean, James, how long did it take us to get that? I mean, it was it's, it's much better now. Like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. sometimes I would like back in the day, I'd listen and be like, Oh man, come on. Yeah. And, and now it's it's great now. We we invested some money and, and got soundboard stuff. And we got, you know, I took now I take time in editing uh stuff before it goes on our podcast. I don't just send it there for a while. I was just sending it because it sounded good when we first listened to it, but then once it formats over and, and all that just sounded like garbage. And now that we take the time, that's why it takes us a while. I don't, I don't, if you notice, we'll have a live show and it might take two or three days before the podcast is up because of business wise, what we do. And then just trying to get the show edited, get the sound right. Um, but like say where we're at right now, I mean, we're pretty happy. I mean, like, I, I don't, James, I mean, do you have, do you see us going? What, what, what do you think wise? where we should be at in the next couple of years, I say. Um, on the podcast side, I mean, like you said, I think we're, we're pretty much there, I guess. I mean, yeah. we've had some of the biggest pros on I mean, Who do you get? Yeah. How, how you do you go bigger than KVD and Swindle? Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, yeah. I think we just need to be content where we're at, you know, and, and then just keep growing other, other, other parts of the business. Yeah. At this point, you know, yeah, that's that's kind of our main focus now. Is like like you say, the show's where the show is where we're happy at. We get we're building our following on Facebook. We're getting better views on Facebook Live. Um, I'm mean, granted we'll take the videos and put them on YouTube, but you really don't get the views because people's already watching yeah. Facebook. So, um, <laughs> but we're we're kind of building that. I, I think, I guess, podcast social media wise, I would love to see us hit thirty thousand followers. Uh, by then this year, would it happen? I don't know, but you know, that's our goal. Um, I like it. We, we built up quick to, uh, what are we at? 10,000 some now. And I think so. Quick a little over 10,000. It, it's that's the killer. year and this year it built quick, you know? So, yeah. um, I don't know you know, I'd love to be at 30,000. That's kind of our goal number wise of followers by the end of this year. All right. Real quick guys. We're, Pause. We got a, we got a special guest real quick. Uh-oh. Oh, oh look at that. <laughs> what is going on, gentlemen? <laughs> we talked we talked some smack, so he wanted to come defend himself. <laughs> no, 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 no. I and I, I I'm, I'm utter, like I'm watching this go down on my phone and I'm and uh, all cards on the table, utterly freaking jealous at these amazing talents, right? Dude, you got Josh and James and Dan on the like what like this is royalty right here in our podcasting community bro i, I mean i've been dying to get a phone call like like low-key been dying to get a phone call going one day one object is going to call me right like yeah. one day yeah. be like hey we should get that loud mouth dude on the phone 
You know what I mean? But they keep going to Swindle and KVD and Craig Guy. I mean, why would they want to pass you up, dude? I don't get it. I, I, I listened to you on the the Carrick That that was good. Bro, that, well, the thing is, is I figured this is the only opportunity I ever have. Brian, you know I love you, bro. And I was like, I'm never going to get an opportunity to speak with one objective on a podcast. So jump in now. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, on. he blew up my DMs instantly. He was like, hey, bro, I was, can I have one minute? I literally jumped in. I was like, God, I was like, James and Josh are on the show. I was like, I, I got to say hello, guys. I'm fans. How are y'all? Oh, I'm so excited. Pretty good. How are you doing, man? I'm so excited right now. Look, I've ignored Craig Dye and Fletcher Griffin in the last five minutes. What is going on here? Fletcher's your boss, man. Don't, don't be ignored. That's cute. I'm Fletcher's boss. Uh, no, no, I'm totally not. Fletch is gonna fire me now. Yeah. Hang on, I'm answering on speaker. Hey, Fletch, you're on speakerphone on podcast live with the one objective and paddle and fin crew. What's up, buddy? Yeah, now's not the time for you guys. Oh, you're in a group. Yeah, now's not the time for y'all to be live. Uh, yeah, no. Hey, uh, enjoy the show. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to you another time. I, I'll call you a little while, boss. See you, Fletch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man no you guys were talking five live and i, I feel like you know i i feel like I, again i no smoke up your butts like i watch almost everything all of you guys do i do too and for you guys to even be having a conversation about something that we're doing it's just just truly humbling gentlemen i, I mean you guys are, are dudes that are that are doing this game or promoting this game in ways that that I'm in, that I get excited about and inspired by, and not only that, but you guys all fish. I yeah, I, try, yeah. I practice fishing, like I cast a lot, but you guys fish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so it just, it, yeah, I just, I quite honestly, I wanted to take my hat off, tell you guys, thank you so much for the kind words and being supportive when you guys absolutely don't have to be, and uh, and it just it means a lot. What what you know how how people act and what people talk about. Um, you know, when there's no cameras in front of them and no microphone and, and when you're not around speaks volumes about character and you guys know as well as I do, there is a small group in this community that doesn't support every, you know, e almost yeah. anything. Yeah. And, and so to have people, you <laughs> yeah. know, the, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, this history representations of our community, the fishing community it, right here on this screen right now. And to, and to see the support that, that you guys are showing what I'm doing, I just want you guys to know from my heart that, guys, it, it is not unnoticed and it is and it is not undervalued that I appreciate it so much, gentlemen. Yeah, no worries, man. Like we touched about touched at the beginning of this, man. You know, it's uh, we're all in this together. Actually, I don't even know if we were alive when we were talking about that. But, you know, it's like uh, we all support each other and it's all for the common good of uh, fishing, man. So uh, any way we can help each other out and uh, help grow this thing even more. I mean, let's do it. You know yeah, what no, I mean? Absolutely. So, yeah. absolutely. So real talk there. There's, so there's... wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you mentioned in the comments that wait till there's even more money so like you said there's four guys in here that fish really well just saying bro we're our phones are on we're waiting for phone calls bro we we can five live this up bro i'll, I'll be an alternate man just, i'll like, be an alternate if you, if you need a last minute hey damn it i need somebody last minute 
<laughs> Not only that, but you guys know how to carry on the conversation for the show part. Yeah, you know, exactly. No, no offense, have, but I'll have a matrix deal with cell phones all the way around. <laughs> <laughs> I just got an email. I just got an email uh, this morning, actually, with an in with a with a uh, a quoted invoice for eighty four thousand dollars, which is the camera equipment that I want. Right? I, I we budgeted said we want right this yeah. to go to go full bore. It was the dream list. We wanted to know what those numbers were, and then work backwards what we can afford for round two and then eventually for for what we're calling phase three, which will be next year. Um, but that's eighty four thousand dollars for the equipment is is what I'm looking at right now. And we've got I've got I've got some folks that are behind me, uh, a, 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 a gentleman that works hard in our community already that uh, that that called me and said, hey, I want in. How do we partner? What does it cost? What do we do? Um, and again, you know, just totally took, you know, punched me in the chest and took the air out of my sails. And so we're, 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 we're moving forward. You know, uh, the last 48 hours for me has been sour grapes because I feel like I failed and I feel like I, I let, I let folks down and, and, and I caught, you know, a lot of confusion between two individuals that I care a ton about in Craig Dye and Tim Perkins. And at the end of the day, I was wrong and it was a hundred percent on me. And and figuring out how to get past it and whether or not I'm even going to be able to retain. Will I ever be respected again after a fail like this? Will you know, how will anglers take this? How do you know, like I failed. And and so I, I'm not good with that. I You know, I'm, I'm good with failure, but I'm not good with failing other people. I'll fail all day long. I'm married. I'm used to it. But I don't like telling guys, you know, and at the end of the day with what we did here, 25 of the best names in our sport trusted me when I called them and I said, Hey, if you'll loan me your image and everything that you've worked for to, to build something. Right. I mean, that's what it was. I mean, nobody yeah. knew what we were doing and these guys straight up said, I'm in some of them called me, you know, and, and I value that man. And I, I, for the last 48 hours since Saturday night, when we hung up the live, I, I have been, I, I, I just, I, I've, I, I, I failed. Well, and we had to we had to make it right. You're, you're yeah. transparent. You fixed it. You yeah, it. Dude, that's all you can do, man. That's yeah, a, you manned up. Did the right thing. Yeah, it's like James said, you, you manned up. You did the right thing. That's business. Yeah, you know it's you know it, it sucks on that end. We've done it before, uh, just with what we do on our other side. You know what I mean with the business, with our motor stuff and all that. I mean, you, you just kind of fess up and sorry. That's all you can do in this industry. Is say sorry and prepare to make, it right. to make it right and 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 just sweep it under the rug keep on trucking because if not you will let this industry drag eat you up back. it will yeah. eat you up if you let it and i almost yeah, did. we're all, all human yeah. yeah yeah we all fall short of the glory i mean you, you ain't never going to be perfect man nope. well i i i don't i don't nope. expect to be perfect but i but i i don't i don't <laughs> There's no way to say that without it. I, I I don't ever wish to fail anyone who puts their trust of 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 their name. All of these companies and all of these last names are people have worked for that. There's pride in that. I'm a marine and a fireman. Like I understand, like that last name and that company. You know, we used to say in the fire department all the time that you know the name on your helmet represents who raised you. And the name on your jacket represents uh, you know the department that you work for. 
And that's what these guys have all done. All 25 of these anglers that have stepped in have allowed me to use their company and their name to build a platform. Uh, but I'm not, you know, but it's been, it's, it's, you know, my promise to them was it wasn't going to be about me. And then I go in and butcher it. And, and I just, I, I, I hope that I'm able to come out on the other end. Uh, we're going, we're going definitely going to do the best we can, but I want it to stay on the anglers. And at the end of the day, Craig Dye and Tim Perkins, I mean, them boys went to war this week, marketing reversal wise. And I still stand by that. You know, we talked about that. I talked about that earlier. You know, the, you know, you guys were joking and laughing about, you know, not knowing what five live is, but in our community, everybody knows what it is because of the way they market it, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Keep sure. up the good work, man. Yeah. yeah. Bro, keep it up, brother. Well, I want to know, I didn't get to hear what was good, what the end of that was because I was jumping in here, but what's next for one objective? James, Josh, man, you guys are killing this. They've wow. got all these new products with the the Titan, and I, I want to hear about that. What I, am I going to be able to put on my Titan? Yeah, well, I mean, right now it's uh it's top secret, you know, with the Titan stuff. Uh, we got we got some stuff in the works. James has been James is the grinder when it comes to designing. You know, I mean, I give James every bit of the uh, attention when it comes to designing. He's clearly the brains here. I mean, look yeah. at you too. Yeah, look at me. I mean, look at him. He's clear as a brain. <laughs> look at me. Just look at me. <laughs> I'm just the guy behind the computer that puts it on a website, tries to market it. Uh, you know, and it's always funny because, you know, when all this started going down, we started making motor mounts and, and the, the comments we got, man, it was there for a while. I was like, dude, we're going to yank this stuff off the site. I don't even want to listen to this crap no more, you know? Um, of this the grief that we fought and it was bad and um but the people stood behind us people been running it and it's been great so you know now like i say james is 100 behind it man uh when it comes to designing the products we just shoot the video i shoot the video with them and i do the editing and market it and james he 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 likes say man he he's beast mode when it comes to designing and you know making sure it's it looks just right I was, yeah, up, I was up at the Westbrook shop on Saturday, and they had one of your one of your mounts uh, setting up with a with a power pole on the back of a new canoe and an eleven oh three, and wow. t- I mean, man, it was. I mean, that's a big motor. Like that eleven oh three is a big beast. <laughs> yeah, it's a beast. And man. dude, and and like it was rock solid. I mean, I'm not a new guy, but I'm definitely a torpedo dude. And, but dude, I, it was, I was utterly impressed and me and Fletch were both talking about it. Like I, it was uh, to, the way that we installed and it's not out yet, but the way that they, the way that we installed the steering and everything, like, I don't think we've seen that done yet. And Fletch is the, he's like James, man. He just, he's a mastermind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so like, he just does things way out of the box and he built this steering system on this thing, man. And I can't wait for the, I'm not even putting the guy's information out there publicly because it ain't my place. I can't wait. He's going to drop a video, I think, and talk about it. But, dude, what y'all did with that mount, I mean, it was rock solid, and that motor is a beast. Yeah. 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 Well, tell Fletch we can get 100 units dropped at Westbrook uh, by the end of next week, guys, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So we'll send him an invoice. James, um, right on that right now. (laughs) The 5% will come my direction. (laughs) I I, I think the one with the actuator, man, y'all are doing that, right? Yeah, 
Um, James, I'll let you talk a little bit more about it. I don't want to take your glory on that. I, I don't want to, Brian, man. I thank you so much. I'm going to step out. I, because hey, I, no, I don't good. know how to not, but, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to see if my wife will, will, will allow us to give up social distancing. So I'm going upstairs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, good luck, brother. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Pray for me, guys. Pray for me at home. <laughs> we will. James, I we I I one day I hope to be on a show with you guys. Y'all come to my show because I'll never get an invite to yours. You'll get an invite with that. No, I, no, 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 I haven't even buddy. gotten an invite to your show, man. What's up what with that? What are you talking about? Brian, yeah. I, I dude, I'm talking to the professionals over here, Brian. You pipe down. <laughs> Wow. 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 You have Josh in the house. You just need to pay some respect. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> Bring you on my show. <laughs> so everyone that watches this knows this is Dan's show. Dan's a co-host. He's just stepping in for this one. <laughs> There's a difference. Damn. The co-host. There's I'm a just difference. getting burned left yep. and right. With, without Dan, Brian, I don't know that you have a show. I'm just being honest. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm losing right. signal. My mic's breaking. Yeah. Go, oh, go get lucky. Bye, Scott. <laughs> All right. There we go. Oh, I got hijacked. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Dude, tell me about it. Because I think for me, going with the uh, like bass, I. All the clubs in Alabama, I'm a tournament guy. They've never allowed a, a motor. So for me, with Alabama, ba the Bass Nation starting, it's uh, like now I feel like I have to put a motor on my boat. Tell me what you got. I don't know about the actuator one and everything else. Yeah, we have an actuated and a non-actuated one that work with the power pole. And then we have a lot of cheaper mounts that we came out with, too, that you can just pretty much clamp your motor on the back of your boat. Yeah. So, I mean, it really all depends on what type of situation you want to get into. You know, if you like to actuate it, you're going to be fishing a lot of shallow water. And you, know, you want to actuate it up and get it out of the way. And it makes it a lot easier to pivot that way. You know, like you take a big heavy motor that's on the back and you got it all, all the way, way down. down yeah. And you're trying to pull that thing up. I mean, I think that's probably the biggest struggle with 1103 right now that we've heard about is just yeah. trying to get it up, <laughs> you know. You know, so, I mean, that works pretty well, but we won't, I don't recommend using the actuated with the 1103 just because it's got this big fin on it. So you really can't, you're really not going to get the advantages of the actuator out of that one. Yeah. I mean, but if you're running a Minn Kota and all this stuff like that, or it's pretty much up to you. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I fish a river a lot. I mean, James fishes a river too, but like the James river up here, uh, where it's really shallow, rocky, you can trim that thing up. I've gone back up rapids with that motor. I mean, you're blowing water, you know, but you're moving. You're getting up back up the rapids. That's uh, crazy. I do that when we went on a church uh, trip with the uh, did a whole float day, and we had somebody get hung up, <clears throat> and everybody didn't pass. Couldn't get turned around. And I whipped it around the trolling motor and went on back up. I just kept trimming it up, and huh. uh, it's like a bass boat with a jack plate. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right, and right. <laughs> shallow water as you want, but um, but like say. Uh, the actuators, they're really great on the torpedo side, but like the 1103s, like he was saying, they got the fin. It's really, you're going to what, get maybe three inches of actuation out of it, if that? I don't think it's even, I don't think you're going to get three inches out of it after looking at the one that I have at the shop now. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, but I mean, if you still want to run a power pole, you go non actuated. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're still in the same. You're still got the same setup for say that has 
uh, like the regular torpedo mount, but now you have the ability to put a power pole on there. Oh, we just lost James. Uh, yeah, we lost his signal. Um, while we're waiting for him to come back in, uh, Jack Fisher asked, uh, what's the mount called? He just joined in the middle of the stream. So they can go to oneobjective.com, right? To see yep. all your guys' products. Yep. It's oneobjectivebf.com. Okay. Uh, and then if you're on the phone, we get, we get this question all the time. Where's all your mounts at? If you're on the phone, it's the three bars in the top right or top left corner, whichever side it's on. Click on that and you have a drop box and you go to the store. And I finally was able to clean it up and make it look uh, look good to where people can find stuff, you know. So uh, we put a lot of time in a website here in the last two weeks. Um, so now that people can go in there and find all of our mounts, all of our accessories, all that stuff. So, yeah, one object BF.com. What, what all do y'all have besides mounts, too? Um, we go from what accessory plates to motor caps. You know, if you cut your motor off, you, you know, you shorten it. We got a cap that goes on there. We make that. Um, so pretty much any mount you want for a bona fide system right now, because that's where we started at. So yeah, we we got every mount out there pretty much for any bona fide that you have, uh, all the way down to the R, except for EX, which I mean, you don't. That's not really a bona yeah. motor on. So, yeah. Um, but Maybe now we're kind of yeah yeah. So now we're kind of adventuring on into the um, – we got one universal mount. So, like, people that have the four-bolt pattern, uh, like the Jacksons in the back, you know, uh, we got an adapter plate that goes with that, and you can uh, put the adapter plate on, and then that ain't on the site yet, but we soon to have that on there. And and you can run on the Jackson. Uh, the Natives, you can pretty much run our mount on the Natives yeah. because it has the four-bolt hole system in the back, you know. So – yeah. Uh, you just buy the regular one objective mount and non-actuated or actuated, whichever motor you prefer. And it'll bolt right up to the back of the native. So like with all these parts and components that you guys are making, those came after the start of the podcast, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. So what are you guys sitting around having a couple drinks one night and you're like, Hey, let's just make some cool stuff or what? I mean, how did that all come about? I was just, I just wanted something from my boat. Yeah, and then when I built it, everybody was kind of like, "Well, Josh was like, well, I want one, so yeah. I built him one.' He's he's got the Gen One still. He's still running Gen One. Yeah, I'm still running Gen One right now. We're always kind of like yeah. Gen Four or Five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll run the latest and greatest. He gets you know the scraps. He gets all the leftovers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can get scrap part. Put it on my boat. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. I'm putting out some cool stuff, man. Like that, because I had a bona fide too, and that tackle tray underneath it. That's awesome. Yeah. I know I've had like, uh, you know, the whole protectors. It's, it's, it's really innovative. It's, you know, it's like one of those things where necessity is the mother of invention, and y'all needed something for your boat, and you built it, and now you have a company along with your, your podcast. That's, you know, that, that's cool. It's cool to see. Well, you know, when it comes to, yeah. You know, Go ahead, James. I'm sorry. No, you you go ahead. When it come down to, you know, we were doing the podcast for fun and then started kind of, you start getting sponsor dollars or you start getting um, some money here and there. You know, you want to start and invest. You get some little bit of money from YouTube stuff. So you start putting that into your, your sound stuff. And so we got to a point where national championship was coming up. And that's when we actually did a three-mile paddle up a river where, where we, me and him played first and second. I mean, it's three miles up some current, yeah. and, and we, we won, you know, first and second, shall we say. And I told him, I said, I, 
we are not going to do that again. You know, we're putting a bird on the yeah. Yeah, You won, but your body lost. Yeah. 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 You had three heart attacks on the way up. <laughs> you know, that's when yeah, we were like, we're going to make it all the way about two miles in. We were like, no, we're going to stop. We're going to fish right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, national championship was coming up for Louisiana and he started putting some stuff. That's where we tested it out. Really? That was like the debut. Don for, Shreveport. Yeah, and um, it did great. We come back, fixed a couple of things with it that we wanted to fix, and I did a uh, yeah. setup video, and then James did a setup video, and it was booming. Then you know, it just it took yeah. off. So, are you guys making all this stuff yourself, CNC mills and things like that? Yeah. Yep, James. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. part of my finger missing. <laughs> the one part of it. You lost part of a finger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. my tip. I can't really see just the tip. And I, I work the in the trades. You know, nothing I, but tip here. I see fingerless carpenters like on a daily basis. It's pretty humorous. Yeah. Yeah. I tip, mean, yeah. So that's tip. And then I got much. to drawing them. No. <laughs> I got, then I got I, to just. I got a broken forever <laughs> from the oil and gas industry. Got me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very but, cool, man. But yeah. But you got. You guys got some new products dropping soon. You're you're not giving away everything quite yet, but it sounds like you're working on some stuff for the native and some yep. other things in the works. Uh, time yep. range when can we uh, maybe see some of that stuff? We shot all their videos uh, last week uh, for okay. a lot. Of There's a few things I still wanted to work on before we released it, but I think I'm just going to release it. Uh, you know, this week, a lot of it's going to be released this week. Uh, okay. We got, we're going to be releasing some stuff. It's going to help solve some issues with um, some steering issues, you know? So kind of, kind of excited about that. We did the install video on it to test it all out and see how well it installed. And we were surprised at how easy it went, you know? So um, yeah, have that video coming out soon. Steering issues for the uh, native. Uh, no, not for the native, uh, oh, more for like boats that, that's not really rigged for steering, you know? So, um, we're, we're going to be doing some things like that. So, uh, but you know, we've worked with yak attack on a lot of stuff. So some of our products are, we integrate yak attack stuff, you know? Sure. So, uh, people's always asked us, you know, are y'all, are y'all going to be competing with yak attack? Are y'all competing with yak that's, attack? That's a question I had too. Yeah. And, and, and no, I mean, we had a good discussion with Luther, uh, the other week, because it was some stuff we was going through, and, and and Luther's been in the business for a long time. You know, he knows the industry, and I was texting him, and he finally called me, and he's like, "I hate texting, let's talk." And he he's like, "So what is y'all's you know what is y'all's plans?" Oh, man, we lost him again. What is y'all's plans for uh, one objective? You know, I guess he was concerned at first. You know, like we, I said, no, absolutely not. I, I will never. We will never compete against Jack Attack. Sure, anything we'll do we'll work with yak attack on you know like we got some products that we might be working with yak attack on anyways to to help us out with uh getting them put out you know with okay molding and stuff like that well i mean luther's got a very similar story to you guys you know you started making some stuff for your kayaks and people started noticing it i mean you know for those that don't know the story behind yak attack i mean luther and a friend of his were going out uh fishing fishing the golf or the surf or i don't know somewhere saltwater uh late night early morning and they you know made the first busy carbon pro 
And it just kind of spiraled off of that. I mean, that's kind of the same situation you guys are in, man. Yeah. Um, so it's cool. It's cool to see that. Yeah. You know, and tradition kind of carry on. Exactly. And, you know, it's, we've looked up to Luther because of that. You know, we're yeah. like, we started out in the basement of his house, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, making this stuff. And it's the same thing. We started out in the garage of James's house because he already had routers and, and all that. And we started, started selling these mounts and had to get faster. So we bought a small little, you know, CNC, started cutting some parts, um, but it still wasn't at what level we needed to be cut. And then to pick up, you know, production time, we was like, well, we need to invest our money, you know? So we wouldn't get paid nothing. We wouldn't pay ourselves absolutely nothing out of it. Just investing 100% back in the business and just kind of, that's what we did. And we started investing money, buying more tooling so we could pick up our production time. And James, I mean, he took the reins on that. He learned all of the, the programming, the drawing it, you know, I mean, now when we, if he comes up with an idea, he can draw it one night and have it printed out the next day and we're building it. And then we go out and test it for, you know, week two, it depends on the product. Sometimes we test it sure. longer than that and we can have it out, you know, pretty quickly. Wow. I like it. I like it. James, yeah. we lost you, man. Glad to have you back. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Don't go back and yeah, listen to is no good. I'm just telling you, man, don't go back and listen to all the bad things that Josh just said yeah. about you. Yeah. All right. Just trust me, bro. You don't want to hear it. He knows how I talk about him anyway. <laughs> oh, he talks crap about me all the time. I'm just joking, man. Yeah, you um, have to direct line with Luther. You have to tell him to make it. I don't even pay him any mind anymore. <laughs> I'll make a rod holder with two rod holders. That's what I want. One base, two rod holders. That's yeah. Luther, are you listening? Can you make that for me? Come on. I mean, it's some stuff that's out there right now. Um uh, <laughs> what was that? What was that one guy? Uh oh man, his name just I talked to him a couple of times and I can't think of his, I can't think of his name now, but he, he was making a rod holder that had Brad chase. Uh, was that what it was Mike chase or Brad chase or case? That's what it was. Case. Brad case. Yeah. yeah. He had yeah. the one with the yeah, four case yep. that you could spin, you know? So, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It was pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty neat, you know? Um, I don't know how it worked for the conditions and stuff. I fish. I don't know. I've never tried it. Uh, it looks pretty cool, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. You know, we talked to Luther, I, you know, I've talked to him about, uh, well, I've talked to John Hipster a lot too. Hey man, you know, yeah. think about this. Cause it's, it's in the, in their realm, you know, yeah. uh, it's not in our realm and I'd like to see them make something that's a good product as well, you know? So I'll kind of shoot ideas out there to him and James will, but you know, who knows? They might not ever come out and they might blow it off. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, just make sure you're getting your royalties, man. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, Luther and John. <laughs> no, but I mean, that's that's a cool thing, right? I mean, you guys are kind of doing your own thing, but you're still bouncing ideas back and forth off of, I would say, one of the leading companies in our sport for accessories uh, for, for kayaks. Mm -hmm. And I mean, obviously, Luther's got his hand in big adventures as well, but um, I, I mean, it's cool that you guys can bounce ideas off each other and not feel threatened by each other, so to speak. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that just that further shows that community aspect that we have in the kayak fishing world, you know, which is, yeah. which is very cool, man. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's great. You, you know, I always say you got, and me and James see it all the time. You got your diehard guys that are brand oriented. Yeah. And then you got, I mean, and, and nothing else is better 
then that brand and everything you own other than that is garbage, you know? And if these companies would kind of say, you know, there's, <laughs> there's always room for competition. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it, it makes each company better when it comes 100%. to hundred percent, 100%. I mean, if there was no competition, how would you, you know, build yourself up to the next level? I think, you know, most people would get comfortable at where they're at and never progress. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it, it, it's great to see that competition for sure. I mean, obviously, you guys aren't the only ones making mounts, yeah. um, but no. the only mounts you guys should buy. Just saying. But, uh, you know, it's. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, gadget. Just saying. Yeah. Well, that too. I'll, I'll probably get in trouble for that. But, um, you know, it's it's cool to see that, man. I mean, like you said, it you know, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about uh in regards to podcasts, you know, some people may not relate to the way I look at things like they relate to Josh or James or Dan. And it's the same way with products. You know, it's, uh, no one, no one product is inferior. It's all what's going to suit your needs, man. And, yeah. uh, yeah. I think some of the stuff you guys are making is, is pretty awesome. I mean, it's, I think you guys are stepping it up to the next level. I know I've I've scrolled through there a few times just looking at all the different options you guys got, and it's cool, man. And not only that, you guys are selling the Yak, uh, Yak Attack products along with that stuff as well. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. So um, it's kind of like the two go hand in hand together. So that's that's definitely nice to see. Yeah, and it, it's it's really stepped yeah. up in the last, uh, I don't know what, James, the last shoot. I want to say since the beginning of this year, since we really started selling a lot of Yak Attack stuff, right? I mean, it's we've really started going through some yeah. Yak Attack product. Mm. Got you, James. Yeah, I'm, uh, I can go in and out so fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, and it, you know, we walked probably every week now or every other week. We're going by Yak Attack, picking up another order, you know, and we've got such great customers and, and repeat customers. And, you know, you go in there and, and Luther's looking, he's like, man, y'all in here again to pick up more products. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, it's been great it, being able to have, it's okay to have like your product, your products you make on your site, but you also kind of got to be in this industry. You're not going to make it as a, a career business. If you don't get into expanding into other companies, you know what yeah. I mean? So, and, and that's something else too. Like we was talking about brand oriented. These people are so brand oriented and, and cutthroat now. And yeah. you got to be careful on the toes you step on in this industry because it goes a long ways if you step on the wrong toes. You know what I mean? And you no don't doubt. People. So yeah, no doubt. No doubt. All I right. Agree, man. We, we have to get back to the podcast here because y'all have talked to so many cool people. I have to know who's your favorite that you've had on because I'm a bass nerd. Like, you know, like, like, FLW man, that that's my. I came from the boat. That's my jam. Who's yeah. been your favorite that you've had on? Well, we'll probably know, and I don't know if James can because I know he's having some issues uh, service wise. But I, I know for me, it's Gerald Swindle for one. I don't know how. Gee, well, man. Yeah, um, yeah. I would that, say that too. Yeah, that was probably by far one of the best interviews we've had. Um, I'm going to say another one's Aaron Martin's. Um, okay, that show is. Oh, our, yeah. yeah. That's probably our number one show right now. Um, I don't know how many several thousands of listens that show has gotten uh, when it comes to just lying. I mean, this dude went on for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) 
just light, you know, and it was so in depth. Um, but you know, uh, that's in the bass boat side of things, you know. Um, when it comes to the kayak inside, uh, I got and, three and, guys. Wait, and bless Aaron Martins and his family yeah. for everything they're going through. He's about startup cancer treatments. They removed the tumor, and you know, been, yeah. been thinking about them a lot. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. keep your family in your prayers because it's, um, you know, I get on the show and I try to talk more about it, but you know, you're trying to get the show going and you just kind of you forget to talk about it. But yeah, big, big time prayers for Aaron Martins and his family and Shaw Grigsby's in him the same way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, some, some uh, cancer issues. So yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, and then you know, when you get in the kayak inside of things, uh, Cody Milton, you know, he's always had we've had him on a show a couple of times. Uh, I got two good friends, Casey Reed and uh, Jason Hensley. It's good to have mm-hmm. you on the show. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and, and Jason, uh, Jason Hensley is one heck of a fisherman in, in yeah. this area. Uh, I don't think he gets the credit like he should. Good. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, he's a heck of a stick. And, and, and like I say, Casey is too. But uh, if, it, if it come down to a tournament and I had to do a five live against him, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I would love to fish against them in a five live event, but you know, I know that I'm going to have to fish my butt off to be able to compete against them guys. <laughs> well, what I think is interesting, you know, because you guys are talking to so many different anglers from all around the country, getting different aspects. I mean, how, how much do you think that attributes to your guys' success on the water? Oh, we've learned. I think tons. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Go ahead, James. I just think it's it's tons of information that you get if you can use any of it, just a little bit of it that you can soak in while you've got them on the show helps a ton. I couldn't agree more, man. I mean, uh, I attribute a lot of my success from all the numerous podcasts that I've done and different people I've talked to and things like that, man. I think when you're constantly talking to like-minded people and, and, you know, like you said, it, even if you can grab just a little bit from each conversation and slowly store that up somewhere up there around the cobwebs, yeah, um, you know, it definitely works out and uh, you end up putting something together while you're out there on the water, man, which is definitely cool to see. Well, everybody, everybody fishes so different, you know, like we had Craig, Craig die on last night. He's talking about shallow cranking. Um, and how his setup is, you know, and then you got, let's say Aaron Martins, you got Gerald Swindle, Kevin Van Dam, and then you go into all the other guys that kayak fish, you know, and, and, and their setups and how different they are, but certain things they do. But if you, if you go back and you, you listen to all the shows, a lot of them are all similar. Yeah. They all, they're, they're not got a bunch of tackle. They're not got a bunch of different techniques. They do. Uh, they're very simple. You know what I mean? And some guys like Casey Reed, for instance, he throws a shaky hit all the time. Yeah. You know? And I mean, th- that's, that's all. Too bait. Yeah, I mean, Josh Stewart, yeah. same way. Yeah. Wacky rigs, Pinko, yeah. man. Yeah. I, I mean, mean that's good, they ain't going to do good. Yeah. That's my favorite <laughs> yeah. story. Josh Stewart uh, up at lacrosse. I think he took second, second up there, first in the pro. And uh, I was like, oh, man, what color, what color, uh, Senko, where are you throwing? He looks at me and he goes, bro, there's only two colors. Green pumpkin, black and blue. And turned around and walked away. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right, got my answer. Love it. Love it. 
But I think you're right, man. I mean, uh, I think a lot of guys find comfort in, uh, uh, you know, a small range of baits and they'll just throw it till the sun comes up and, you know, they end up whacking them and stacking them. Yeah. What's what, what's a great tip that you've got from your show from either a kayak angler or a pro that, that you'd like to share with everybody? Um, like I say, one was Aaron Martin's when it comes to line, you know, and, and how important it is to go into line in depth on line stuff and, and just how important it is. People don't understand the importance to different lines, you know, and, and when it comes to mono, when it comes to floor car, when it comes to braid, when to use them, when not to use them, when to use a leader, all that kind of stuff. That, that was probably one of the big ones. Um, but for me was the biggest one was I had, we had John Cruz on and was talking about whopper ploppers and how I was fishing. I, I fished a lot in the river. You know, a lot of people fish them in the river a lot. And I kept missing fish. And, I mean, I even went to Mustad triple grips. And it, the hookup ratio got better. But he said, go down to a smaller hook. And I did that. And, I mean, you, you're still going to lose a small mouth. I don't care what, what you change up. But it, my hookup ratio got <laughs> better, you know. So, um, that, that show with John Cruz was big when it comes to hook size on uh, baits with treble hooks, you know. Huh. I, I I didn't never even thought about that hookup ratio with a smaller hook. So yeah, yeah. I have to mess with too. How about you, James? Um, mine was just um, the more I've listened to mo- multiple people, it's just retying often. Yeah, like all the time. Like if you look at the pros, they're always down in their boat retying. Yeah. So that would be my biggest thing. I, I haven't. Since I started doing that, I broke off very few fish because you just fill your line all the time. You know, if you're flipping, whatever, run your hands down the line every time you go to flip. Just don't grab your bait. Run your hand down your line. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. Well, you all have pickerel up north by you guys too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we we, we got northern pike, man. I mean, that was the big thing this past weekend for me. I kept catching so many damn pike. I, I had to retie. If not, I was losing jackhammer after jackhammer after jackhammer. <laughs> That's not a cheap day on the water. Well, yeah, yeah you know. get up there too, huh? What's that? Do I have snakehead in Virginia, or is that? Uh, is yeah, they're up. Uh, yeah, we have both in. Both, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got both in in Northern Pike out here where I'm at. Yeah, so. yeah. Musky, if you fish a river a lot in the area that I'm in, which is the Upper James River, um, there's a lot of musky, you know. So. Yeah. Uh, you'll, you'll get a lot of follows. Uh, James caught, uh, that, that tournament, we paddled way up the river. James caught one, what, 40 some inches long. Nice. Um, you know, yeah. when we were fishing that tournament. So on the top water. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, uh, and then that's, I went up there, I think two weeks later and caught one about the same size, you know, I mean, in skinny water. I mean, it's, you know, if you can see it's like that, just bringing it across the top, whoosh, hit it. So, yeah. You know, you always got through braid, which you know, musky can steal their teeth the way they are. They can still slice braid like it's like it's nothing. But you, you oh yeah, the ratio with them. No doubt, man. So, I mean, I see a big fancy check over there behind James, Josh. You yeah. slacking? What, what's going on, hey, bro? You, you don't have a check back there. Where's your check, man? Yeah, I know. Well. You know, I don't hang the little ones up on the wall. Them thirty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the big one, so he hung out. My, my, a lot of mine were like thirty-five dollar checks. You know. So. <laughs> oh, it's too good, man. Too good. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, 
any uh, sneak peeks on upcoming guests for you guys? Uh, ours is week by week, man. You know, like yeah. sometimes it might be two days before finding out who's going to be on. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know who's going to be on this next show. If, if we'll have one this weekend or not, we got a lot going on with um, the expansion of one objective and, and what's about to happen here. And probably, uh, I don't know, two weeks. Okay. Uh, we got, we got yeah. some good things that's about to happen in uh, James's area where our main business is at. So, um, you know, that's why our show, we don't ever try to schedule a show. I love to do what you guys do and talk, go online. I do a live show every day, but it's we, just we don't make stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and we have 11 people, so it's easy. You, know? <laughs> you need to compile a small army. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give them all microphones, and uh, there you go, man. Yeah. So, I mean, well, that's an interesting concept. So you guys don't have like a set scheduled date where you're going live for sure. No, no, we don't. We don't ever have a live date. We don't ever have uh, a script. You know what I mean? Like when you see our show, uh, it is what it is. It's no, (laughs) I I might have, if it's going to be something real big that's coming up, I might have a sheet there with a couple bullet points of, I need to talk about this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I just got random things here. Like, yeah, this this is in show notes. This is actually our prize list for our noobs tournament. So oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I just hold the pen to look professional, bro. I'm just. Oh yeah, that's what I do. I'm giving you my insider tricks. See, oh. see, see. <laughs> you know, mine's got an eraser. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'll jot down notes so I don't have to cut somebody off, and I, you know I'm squirrel, you know, uh, yeah. so I can remember and go back to it. Um, yeah. But uh, I I like it, man. It's cool. Um, you know, it was the same thing. Me and Dan, you know, it was like, well, what do you want to talk to these guys about? And we kind of threw a couple topics out there, and you know, just ran with it. So that's how how we usually run our show too. I mean, the natural conversation is is what I think is the most engaging for sure. Exactly. Absolutely. And, you know, you get some of the pros on, some of the elites, some of the MLF guys that I can ask a question and it's, yep, nope. You yeah. know, like, <laughs> right. you're like, God dang, I'm running out of answers here. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the rough ones, man. Those are the rough ones. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but I mean, uh, a lot, and I will say when it comes to bass and MLF and all, a lot, most of the pros are pretty good about it. Yeah. 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 What I really like is when you get the kayak guys on, and they are so eager to represent their brand, build their brand. They want to get on there and they want to talk. Um, every once in a while, you guys are kind of shy, but I get that. You know, they're not they're not used to that stuff. But you know, like I think on the on the major league side of things, uh, the pro side of things, those guys already got their brand built. They're just kind of coming on to you know to sure. help promote it a little bit and and help us out, or you know, or, or yeah, help yeah. The podcast out, but. I will say on the kayaking side, a lot of those guys are so eager to get on there and talk. Uh, they yeah. want to build their brand. They want they love kayak fishing so much. They want to talk about it, and um, it's so much easier when you have those guys on. You know, for sure, for oh, yeah. sure. That's that's great advice for anybody listening that's ever going to be on a podcast. Try not just say yeah, no. yeah, <laughs> yeah, talk, <laughs> yeah, okay. Have a drink yeah. before if you need to. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know that's funny. I did a podcast, and I'm not I'm not trying to call him out, Dave Brook, good friend. <laughs> did a podcast with him. He was doing a charity tournament, and he's like, we ended up finishing. He's like, bro, I was so nervous. 
I think I've drank a fifth of Jack. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, you couldn't tell, right? I wasn't slurring my words. I was like, no, you sounded just normal. And he was like, oh, okay, good. But I mean, some people get afraid of, you know, public speaking, things like that. And it was an uncomfortable situation. And then, you know, by the end of it, they're like, man, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was. We should do that again, you know? And that's kind of cool to see. Um, people come out of their shell on your show and, um, you know, just, just kick back, relax and talk fishing, like a couple dudes sitting around the campfire, like we always say. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, we were the same way. I mean, we were shy. We didn't like to, even in school, you know, you got a a public speaking project you got to do. I hated, hated talk. I tried to miss school that day, so I didn't have to go do it, you know? Uh, Oh Yeah. I mean, I hated it and I hate, I hate to get in front of people talking, but now like we've been doing this for a while, it's kind of second nature. Yeah. You just get on there and, and have a good time and, and shoot the bull. And, um, so yeah, I mean, we've loved it. It's, it's been fun. We've got to meet a lot of people, we got to talk to a lot of different people in this world. Uh, and, and, uh, I don't know. It's crazy when you go back and you look at your analytics. Yeah. How far you're reaching right. out. You yeah. Know? Right. Right. Uh, I don't know if all those numbers are correct. But, you know, when you start reading stuff from like you see in Australia, uh, you know, Africa, all that stuff. I don't know if it's robots. I don't know if it's people listening. But, you know, I mean, yeah, it's it's cool. Even if you got one listen in like Taiwan, you're like, yeah, another country <laughs> off the list. All right. We're all <laughs> moving up, you know. Um, but it, it, I mean, that's crazy. You know, when you think about it with today's day in technology and and the advancements of it, man. I mean, people around the world can virtually tune in and listen i think we've we've had a listen on every continent except antarctica what's up yeah. antarctica people yeah what's wrong with them you ain't kayak fishing down there for penguins or something <laughs> yeah. come on now yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh i mean real quick i wanted to kind of flip it on you guys real quick and you know oh. one of the questions been asked for us is where do you guys see yourselves in let's say uh Five years. Where where do you guys want your show to be at? I mean, you'll have to have us on one objective to find out. (laughs) (laughs) And we will. We most definitely will. Um, Um, I I mean, Dan, do you have an answer for that? You're the boss. (laughs) You're you're, you're the captain of the ship. I just show up and get on this microphone and say it. Yeah. You're the one running the show here, boss. Oh, oh, captain, my captain. Yeah, there you Um, go. On the table. You know, it's interesting. I've been asked that question several times, especially a lot recently. And um, we have some ideas, you know, nothing set in stone. Um, Obviously, we want to keep producing content. I mean, our specialty, and we talked about that before, like our specialty is obviously kayak fishing. And we're slowly trying to expand out of that a little bit. Um, But... um, where we're going to go, I'm not 100% sure. I mean, we just want to keep growing and producing as much content um, in as many different fashions as possible and um, keep reaching all aspects of anglers. I mean, we have everything from the Bass Fishing for Noobs show all the way up to the show that Dan does with tournament recaps and things like that. We got product review segments. We got um, we got Susie Roloff, you know, talking to you know, women across the board. Um, and a lot, a lot of men, you know, listen to that show and they learn a lot from those ladies. And, um, 
you know, we got uh, Ricketts been on a kick talking about kayak fishing for catfish. Uh, Dustin Nichols down in Texas, he's covering the saltwater side. So it's like we just try to cover all aspects of the kayak fishing world. And I think the only thing we're really not touching on is the big boat side, you know, the bass boat side, which I can potentially see us getting into. And, um, you know, lately we've kind of referred to paddle and fin as a network. Um, you know, obviously we got a network of folks, you know, producing all these shows and, um, you know, we're like a big happy family, the Brady bunch of kayak fishing over here to, uh, just continue pumping out content and stuff. So, um, saying our group chat, it's not always, uh, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) but, um, you know, it's hard to know because the sport's changing so much. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I, I mean, you know, I get asked that question all the time too. Like, do you think our sport has reached a peak? And I think absolutely not. I think there's, it's still growing and, you know, the biggest thing about kayak fishing and when I got into it, it was it was for the average Joe. I mean, you look at the price of bass boats nowadays and it's mm-hmm. like you might as well sell your house and live out of your vexes. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, they, they and, and that's themselves out of the, you know, like a real tournament grade, you know, Ranger Triton. They price themselves out of the everyday angler now. Yeah, exactly. Legend, Legend boats was the same way. And look where they're at. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean they were kind of some, I don't know. It's all if you kind of bought out kind of deal. I mean, they were getting into the $90,000, which Triton has done it, but you don't see many of those boats out like that. And and Ranger did it too, but they did a limited edition Ranger, you know? Right. Um, but if you look at the kayak side, when it comes to the boats, they got to be careful because they're going to get the same way. Yeah. yeah. There, there's yeah. no one stopping it. And, and that, that is something that honestly worries me about the sport sometimes is that, we talk so much about grow the sport, grow the sport. I think growing the sport in a positive way isn't always the same as monetizing the sport yeah. and growing it money-wise. Like yeah. those aren't the same thing. Like a, a, a perfect example of that is when bass boats and on the tournament side, they went from a 150 to a 250. Yeah. What tournament guy said, I want a 250. I want, I want to spend more gas. <laughs> I want to go faster. Uh, I want a more expensive motor that it in no way did that ever help the angler. It only helped the people who were selling them. So yeah. I think if we're, if we as a sport aren't don't draw a line somewhere sometimes, or kind of be mindful of that, that growing it is, doesn't always mean making the most money out of it. That's a, that that's something that really worries me about our sport. Well, yeah. I mean, in that aspect, um, I will say you have seen some of these bigger boat companies, Jackson, Bonafide, Native, New Canoe, you know, Old Town. You've seen a ton of lower budget boats come out at yeah. the same time as the higher tiered boats. By and then you still have everything in between. So at least they're staying true to that. Whereas, you know, I mean, right now, what's a base model Ranger? You know, I don't even want to know. Yeah. No. Um, the nitro, 18 foot nitro is like 45, probably. Yeah. yeah. And that's not rigged out. That's just, yeah. that's oh, yeah. you know, so. Then you got to spend 60 grand on a pickup truck to pull it. Yeah. Then you got to have a garage, the insurance. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. With a kayak, it's just so much simpler. And, and I think a lot of people, 
I mean, you look at it, um, a lot of people are going to that simpler lifestyle. I mean, all around, in general, worldwide, you know, it's that minimalist approach. Well, I I can have, you know, I came from the tournament bass boat world and I can have the same thing and have a life and be able to keep food on the table without, you know, taking from my family for my hobby, you know. I I mean, I love sharing that story all the time. It was a real eye opener for me last year. I went down to fish that FLW KBF open on Nickajack and the campground I stayed at all the FLW pros were camped out there. And I mean, everybody except for Gary, shout out to Yamamoto and what a cool dude had this big, nice, you know, RV, right. But it's Gary Yamamoto. He's selling millions of dollars worth of baits every year. All the other guys are, you know, bedding, truck campers, you know, eating macaroni and cheese, ramen noodles, you know, like just living at the bare essentials, um, mm-hmm. you know, traveling that road. And I think a lot of times, you know, like as a kid, we thought, you know, professional fishermen, man, these guys are making millions, living in mansions, yeah. rocking the nightest. No, not like the case. Five of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, not just cute. it, you know. And I and I think, you know, um, Scott has talked about that, you know, Butcher, about, you know, building these guys up and, and taking some of these guys that he's have on the Five Live up to that next professional level. And and I think when you look at like Iconelli, G Man, um, you know Kevin Van Dam, I mean some of those guys haven't won a tournament in a long time, but they're making a living off of fishing, yeah. and it's not because of their tournament results. And I think a lot of guys um, get get blinded by that. You know they kind of have the vision blinders on, and they don't see that marketing aspect out on the outside of the tournament world. And that's where a lot of them miss out or they're not taking advantage of those opportunities. I, yeah. I, I think a lot of people on that five live, at least, I think they all saw dusty and they were like, Oh, that's how you do it. That's yeah. How. Oh yeah. That's yeah, no what doubt, we man. should be doing. Like, you know, there's a lot of people did a great job. I'm not putting anybody down at all, but he was definitely, you know, if anybody, any sponsor watched it, I think they all saw, wow. Yeah. It, his level of professionalism. Yeah. I mean, Craig, there, there's so many great ones, but Dusty seemed like just a little, you know. Yeah, he had that edge up, man, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And that's and that's kind of what I tell people, you know, because they ask us, how come we're not fishing tournaments this year? Uh, and we did. We pulled out of tournaments the whole year. We're going to fish the Yak Attack tournament this weekend. But uh, we pulled out of tournaments this year to focus more on building our brand of one objective and, and all aspects we can do with marketing and selling products and growing one objective to just not selling trolling motor mounts, but doing a whole lot more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, and it takes all of your attention to do it. That's why we ended up going uh full time uh, with one objective. <laughs> Duke <laughs> in the house. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You're fine, man. But that's why we, you know, we ended up going full time one objective and James had a good job. I had a great job. We were living easy, you know, shall I say. Um, sure. And, but it got to a point that we weren't going to be able to keep, going at the pace that we were going with family and our wives ended up probably divorcing us if we kept yeah. going like the way we were going. So sure. Um, I'll be right there. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So struggles real. 
Yeah. That's how we put out a tournament fishing because there was so much more money to be made on what we were doing instead of trying to chase a hobby that it's not even there yet. You know what I mean? Uh, sure. You know, even if you're trying to chase it as being a bass boat, professional bass boat fisherman, these guys sacrifice so much and make very little. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, you can win a, a $50,000 national championship tournament or, you know, come away with a hundred thousand, 75,000, whatever. That might get you around for a year. You that, know? That's your fees for next year. Yeah. Right. yeah but you right. know, you got your taxes, you got all that, you got all your expenses with it. So for us, it made more sense to pull out of the tournament side and, and just focus on the business, business side and just grow that brand. Now, next year we should be in a good, uh, comfortable position that now we can go out there and travel and, and, and fish. We got people now that we, we that are on our pro staff and, and we sponsor that fish on these events. So it's still got us in the tournament scene. You know what I mean? We're just not there promoting it like we would like to be, but you know, business wise, that's, that's what people, yeah. we get a lot of questions about uh, how do we build where we're at right now? We spent so much more time on building the name instead of, trying to just be the best bass fisherman out there. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with that, man. I mean, um, yeah, I struggled a lot with that, you know, trying to juggle the two the end of last year. And, you know, um, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm still fishing some tournaments this year, but uh, taking a little bit of a step back to, you know, focus more on that brand building. Yeah. And, and you know, a guy told me, uh, and this was on a professional level, that, that – uh, I believe it was Rick Clun that told him it was Rick Clun or Gary uh, Rick Clun or uh, Gary Klein that told him um, that the man that can talk about fishing will make more money than the man that fishes. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And look at Bill Dance, yeah. perfect example. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and that's why we do it. It ain't for the money, for no means. I keep talking about money, but it's nothing to do with the money. We're finally doing something we truly love. Love, absolutely. And and, and I told James when we did this, I said I ain't worried about being a millionaire. I just want to live comfortably off of something I do every day. We can go to work every day. And when it's time to go home, I'm like, holy crap, we need more time. You know, when, when I was working my other job, I'm looking at my clock like, God dang. Is it yeah. out of here. I got three more hours of this crap. <laughs> Jesus. How long can I hide in the bathroom? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now you can't do it. You're like, oh, yeah. I cannot do that. I'm working from home. That doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, you get to hide in the bathroom, but what good is it going to do you, bro? Yeah, yeah, just exactly. saying. <laughs> but, but Jane sent me a text. It's sorry he couldn't make it back on his service. He's he's been struggling with service today. So all yeah. good, man. All good. I mean, yeah, we're, we're at we're at on and at where, yeah. where if if somebody's living under a rock, they've never been on one objective, and they've never heard y'all. Where can they check y'all out? Uh, they can follow us that on Facebook, uh, Instagram. We do a lot of stuff with you know either sharing other people's stuff or our, our pro staff guy stuff, uh, and then also. Like I say, our newest products always are released on Facebook and One Objective uh, at One Objective BF. So, um, and also we always encourage people to hashtag it. You know, you catch a big fish, you want to share it, hashtag it, man. So, uh, who did you say? I need to know what the fish is. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, they can follow us there and then go on our YouTube channel. That's something we're trying to build right now. Uh, we're, I don't know. 3, James has some great videos. I saw some where he's shortening the trolling motor. Say so super yeah. made it easy. So if you bought that kit, it goes right along with it. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a few more of those videos that you're gonna come out. I've been editing all day, all day today. I've been editing right. uh video and and put stuff up on our website. So 
Um, like I said, we just got our new SS-107 mount up on there, um, our, our easy mount, what we call it. It's going to be easy mount line. Um, got that up there. So, But, yeah, go check us out, oneobjectivebf.com, and it'll have all of our contact points where we're at, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. They can see everything right there on our webpage. So. Sweet. I love it, man. Well, Josh, thanks so much, man, for taking out the time tonight and sitting down to chat with us and all that good stuff. Sorry, Butcher jumped on. And oh man, it's all right. Yeah. I, I do. We really do need to get him on. I need to get you guys on. It's like, yeah, man. Now is the time to do it. Like before, it was so many tournaments going on. You're trying to interview right. winners. You just couldn't work it in. Yeah, it's it's hard to do that, man. It's hard to do that for sure when you got so much going on, but. Yeah. And I'm, uh, I'm going to hijack it here for a second before we go. This Friday, we're going to have a mega show on the, the reel down. We'll have Christine Fisher and Greg Blanchard. So, oh, yeah. What? Talking about sponsors and how to do it right, how to approach people, you know, just catching up with them, but also talking about, you know, what makes a good team member. You know, if y'all have, have a pro team, what would make somebody good at being on team or, how you would leave a team if they suck or things, you know, things like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, that'd, be, that'd be a great. There's, there's, only one, there's only one team I'm trying to get on. You know what I mean? But um, <laughs> just saying. You need, you need to have board hanging in the background. You know what I mean? You just need to have oh, one. Of shit. I mean, I got the logo back there, bro. Brian, Brian has your head covers it up. You got to have it over there around like where your, uh, your sound dents. <laughs> Brian has a bona fide tattoo. I'll I'll, I'll get a catch tattoo. It's a bona fide right. tattoo. God damn it! Yes, he does. What what was your tattoo say? <coughs> it says "Kiss my ass." <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Anyways, so um, continued bracket matchups this weekend. You're facing off against up. JP, right? Yeah. Sweet. My Gunnersville bite is dead. I've been catching 90s out, 90 inches out there every day, and it's gone. So well, we got we got Saturday. We got uh, Saturday. We got Sam Jones facing off against Sean Lavery, and then uh, we got Josh Eldridge facing off against that crazy goofy guy from the Dark Waters Fishing Podcast, Josh Smith, Sergeant Mayhem. Yeah, Sergeant Mayhem in his skivvies. And then uh, Sunday we got Dan facing off against Jason, JP, and then um, Dustin Nichols against Brad Hicks. Ooh. I mean, Hicks has been on them smallmouth, bro. He's been on 90-plus inch smallmouth bags, so – Wow, that'll be one. That'll be one to tune in for for sure. So Ohio mega bags. So yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah sure. All right. Well, thanks, Josh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Best comment of the night. If you're ready for the pro staff speedo calendar, I'm in, bro. Just bro, call me, dude. dude. Hit me I'll, up, bro. I'm in. Send you some pics tonight. <laughs> I'll make a homemade speedo. Oh yeah, <laughs> gotta be clear. I mean, if you want, if you want catchboard sales to plummet, I mean, I'm all for the speedo thing, bro. I'm just saying. You know, I mean, you've worked so hard, Duke. I just don't want to see that it'll happen be to you. A limited edition Dan banana hammock yellow <laughs> I can see it. Marketing genius. Yeah, there you go. That's what you tethered to your boat with. <laughs> I like. Screw never lost. I got a banana hammock. You know? <laughs> oh, 
Oh, oh, too funny, man. Well, Josh, thanks again. Thanks everybody who tuned in and uh, looking forward to uh, five live this weekend, our bracket tournament. Uh, that was the one thing I was going to say is our bracket. We don't want to overlap with Scott. So we're doing an evening thing. So um, tons of live fishing going on this weekend. And uh, May is safety month, right, Josh? That's right. Um, Make sure you wear your life vest because it's um, – I don't want to keep you going on the show because I can talk about it for a while, but uh, just make sure you wear your life vest. Zip your life vest up, wear it properly. Uh, we've had a lot of people uh, in this region that have gone missing. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got fast water. we got a lot of rain, uh, wind. It doesn't take much. Um, so it, it's, it's a big <laughs> thing for us to push. Wear your life vest. I've caught some slack, and it really, it really pisses me off when I catch some crazy slack on our website or whatever for something we're pushing for safety, you know? Yeah. Right. I mean, Nick, we're being I'll take that eat all day. Yeah. yeah, and I will, and I'll keep pushing it. If I make you mad, sorry, you had to go on to somewhere else and don't follow our stuff no more. I hate to be right. like that, but you know, it's important you come back to your family. That's right. Amen to that, man. I mean, that's why we push so much safety stuff, whether it be cold weather gear, PFD. I mean, you name it. That's the biggest thing, man. You got a family yep. at home, people that love you, that uh, you want to get back to. Yep. And uh, just real quick. Uh, be ready. Duke says catch is going to use a little TNA to market in 2020. TNA. He, he said, cheers gentlemen. So, <laughs> all right. Till next time, boys and girls, tight line, smooth paddling. Peace. Peace. Peace.